Hello and welcome to the Ace Today Podcast. I'm your host. It's your boy Jacob. Good. I like this energy to start with. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm Jacob. Welcome to the podcast. These are the others. Yep, it's me. Vettel, Weedle Weedle. That's not how you say that name. And Talis, what's your name? Well, funnily enough, got in one. <laughs> I did. My power. Oh, very good. <laughs> oh, that's great audio, huh? No, that's that's my middle name, actually. <laughs> no, cut that out. I'm we not have to go. be Definitely rid of not. it. <laughs> Keep it. I'm keeping it. Um, All right, I, everyone I, gets uh, to hear me. <laughs> <sighs> okay, what are we doing today? We're doing ice cream trucks again. Kind of. No, not again. Well, <laughs> we did ice cream trucks last time, but more specifically. Also, oh, we almost had a very... your chair. Uh, we could. We almost had a very funny talus in this episode. God, that could have been so bad. Like, oh. unlistenable. Maybe it just for very me. Good. Everyone else probably would have loved it. But I would have loved it. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, I'd love uh, it also. Talus was using. You may notice that. Oops, I just brought my mic really close to my. Oh shit! I don't have my pop filter. Sorry, everyone. Do I sound better? Wait, wait. Yes. Say some adjectives first. Ah. Ah, uh, uh. juicy, love it. That's how they say it on Wikipedia when you press the button to listen to phonemes, which of I course. do pretty frequently. They go like "ba uh, ba" to say "b." Like the dog of wisdom, like either uh, ba, ba, ba. word boundary or <laughs> the dog of wisdom. You're right. <laughs> the dog of wisdom is the guy who records IPA sounds for Wikipedia. <laughs> Lucrative career. Oh man, God. what I would not give for that uh, job. If I sound any different, it's because I'm breathing the breathing the pure air of the uh, inner northern Helgeland region of uh, the great country of Norge. Oh fuck! We forgot to say what was funny about Talis. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <It's> <laughs> was using a new microphone and whatever he talked no, into it that's the thing i wasn't using a new microphone wait is that the microphone you always use it was the one i used for like the last two episodes or something maybe just the last episode but yeah <laughs> why the fuck did it sound like that he sounded I like have... he was fucking like huffing like a, a balloon from star wars he was like it was like helium voice helium yeah, voice helium. for some reason helium talus yeah i have no idea why that's the case i don't know enough about audio engineering to say what could do that but it stopped once i switched microphones to a slightly nice. worse microphone so that's why talus sounds like shit i'm just kidding talus you sound fine Thank yeah you. it sounds okay <laughs> yeah he's all right all right so ice cream trucks sound thin ice. well no yes no not, not yet we're fixing trucks. snorkeling welcome to the workshop everybody well Okay, do we want to elaborate on the on the comment about the actual content of the episode? Well, no, or just... we'll work our way back there. Okay, we'll okay. There. Leave it as a mystery. That's this episode a has a description people can read. It's fine. We're doing planting. You Don't say it in the read... description. Don't tell if... them what it is. This is a secret episode. If people wanted to read so bad, they wouldn't be listening to a podcast. My yep. hot take. Good point, good point. Fair enough. Uh, so snorkeling, huh? You can't go deep enough. Snorkel, yeah, that's my problem. With have you ever been snorkeling, either of you? Yeah, I've been. I like. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. Enjoyed that. 
Uh, that's not like playing on for a long time. So snorkeling was like the only way I would actually look underwater at all ever. Wait, you uh, didn't know how to swim, but you went snorkeling anyway. No, I went. I could swim. I just like only swam within the first like foot of water. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go under the water. Oh, I see. Um, so you, you're about to discover a like a very weird artifact of my childhood. Like, uh, uh, there's a whole group of them that are related to this one phenomenon. I did not learn how to swim until I was relatively old. I was actually slow to many a developmental milestone. I didn't learn how to tie my shoes until I was in like fifth grade. I didn't learn how to ride a bike without training real wheels for a long time. That sort of <laughs> shit. I never did. Still going. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think I could ride a bike with training wheels either. But I didn't learn how to swim for a long time either. Well, I guess I was like maybe seven. Yeah. I'm a sort of Norwegian fish boy. I almost drowned at the age of seven. I keep doing that every couple years. Uh, the, just keep yourself on your toes. The fun yeah. thing is, as a very small child, I lived at a beach town, and we went to the beach all the time. Yeah, we're all from pretty littoral areas, huh? Yeah. Coastal water bar. gang. Well, water gang. So wait, you've you've been snorkeling, Fetla? I don't know if I've actually been snorkeling, but I understand the... I've I haven't been snorkeling officially, but I have taken a snorkel and I I haven't I've I've swum around with a snorkel, but I haven't I didn't go to like a snorkeling class or whatever the fuck. I just used a snorkel to swim in the sea. Callus is typing in the chat. Oh, <laughs> fire alarms going off! Fire alarms! Stop now! But for a second, the fire alarm started going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's extremely and, and funny. By the way, it may come back. Okay, oh, I so hope so. I have a suggestion Give... to fix snorkeling. Oh wait, I wanted to tell about my snorkeling adventures. Oh, I've been go snorkeling for it. Go for it. many times in my life. No. I had a snorkel as a child. I would go snorkeling at the beach or in the plastic circle pool we had in the backyard. No, and Jake, also, is this why you wanted to talk about snorkeling? No. I, just, well, I guess you have the most experience with the problems with extant snorkeling. Yes, and I've also been snorkeling many times in the Caribbean, because as a child, my family would frequently go on cruises and shit to various Caribbean islands. And they would just drag because, you behind the cruise ship with a snorkel. Because they're relatively cheap vacations, and occasionally we'd go snorkeling out at like a reef off the coast of like Grand Cayman Island or whatever. Anyway, that's my history with snorkeling. My so you, my uh, my thing to fix experience. the depth problem. Oh my god! You want to hear some crazy bullshit? Yeah. Yeah. One time Is we were, later? yeah. One time oh, we yeah. were at this reef. Me and my fucking me and my family. We were swimming around, and my dad was taking pick. We were like, like the reef is like thirty feet below us, or something, or maybe more. My dad's taking pics with this disposable camera. We're snorkeling. There's a barracuda swimming around all the people, also, by the way, and those motherfuckers are huge. Uh and my dad drops the camera, and then he dives down to the seafloor, like, 35 feet below. That was cool as hell. That's all. That's my story. It's fun. He goes snorkel. He goes- he's a scuba diver. Oh, He goes cool. scuba diving in Canyon Lake, the artificial lake by New Braunfels, which has two towns in it. So he just goes scuba diving in old ruined buildings that got flooded. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Okay, snorkeling. Snorkel. My suggestion to fix the depth issue. Oh, yeah, you snorkel. can't go down far enough. Long snorkel. 
Just no, no. I need somebody to keep saying snorkel. snorkel. It's not going to work. Why not, Talus? You you can't. Okay, it's about. I forget how it works, but it's about the pressurization of air. A long tube, you'll suffocate in the same way because you won't be able to get fresh air in at that distance. That's you why you install a hydraulic pump system. That's that's, that's why really you make it. Talus, you just make the tube really wide. Okay, now I'm into this. That's just the opposite of a pool. It's an area of ocean that doesn't have water in it. I, I think I think you have a backpack with like a air pumping system, two snorkels, two tubes going up ten feet, no, thirty feet. And, and so my dad can dive down and get the disposable camera without taking off his mask. Exactly. So Jacob's dad can go fetch his camera. Done. Oh, that's been the workshop, cool. everyone. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. wait. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to have an idea. Hmm. Do you have an idea? Go though? on. No, I don't. Cool, <laughs> good. This is oh, a good dynamic. Wait, you know what I think we could do? I think they should install... Okay, here's what I think it should be. Snorkel is regular. Okay, you go underwater with your regular snorkel. But I think what they should do is they should put all around the ocean... Um buoys that no not buoys. buoys no hold on like they should they should build these um floating spheres all across right. the ocean right and put them at varying depths and make them stay down there with a rope holding them to the bottom you fill them with air so that when you're snorkeling you can cap off your snorkel. You get a plug for it. You dive down 20 feet, and then you surface your head in one of the com- conveniently placed spheres, which have an open bottom, so you can snorkel through there and just I keep like going this. from sphere to sphere. That's my like snorkel dive. relay system, huh? Yes. I'm, now, I do like this, and in fact, it kind of makes snorkeling a lot like the game Subnautica. <laughs> yes. Is that, oh, is that it your does. Goal? It does. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about the Happy Feet game I played as a child, where you had to swim through air bubbles to refill your air. The Happy Feet game walked so that Subnautica could, like, <laughs> what's, what's a good swimming stroke? <laughs> Breaststroke, Breast I guess. Stroke. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the, uh, um, happy feet, the Happy Feet video game that Jacob played at a young age, doggy paddled so that Subnautica could breaststroke. It was on the GameCube. It had like a good swimming system. You know when a video game has a really solid movement system? Not really. Oh, well, it's fun. Like, I can't, yes, but I don't know what the, how that relates to swimming. Well, swimming is a type of movement. Some games, some games have a really fun, like, enjoyable swimming system. And some don't. Like how some Spider-Man games have a really fun swinging system. I guess maybe I'm just more of a gamer than everyone else here. Well, no, I know yeah, what you mean, but I'm exclusively me. playing Yakuza, and the movement system is run. So, <laughs> I see. Well, that's snorkeling fixed. Good I job. think that's we can do we can do all of those ideas: really thick, big tube, hydraulic pump system, and relays. I think hydraulic pump system actually does exist, and it's just for like that's just what divers use or used to use before uh, compressed air. How do they compress, compress the air? Yeah, they just how does get it that into a little small box? Then they and squish then they, it. I see. Yeah, I see. Very, very work. simple, actually. God. Well, all right. We solve snorkeling. You're welcome. 
everyone who snorkels. Now this it's time very... for... This one's going out to you, snorkelers. What did you say? <laughs> no, I, I was just going to say, this is a weird situation for me, visually, because I'm seated in front of a mirror this time, recording. So I'm just kind of looking at myself sometimes. It's really weird, because I don't usually do that while recording this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You Now you're being perceived. Enjoy. By me. That's unfun. I try right. not... I, I try to be perceived at all times. Okay, we didn't talk about what we were going to do, so now we're just going to do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ice cream trucks, that's all. That's the not only thing the audience trucks. has to go we, off of. We, it's been 12 minutes of lying to the people. Well, unless they listen to this episode after last episode, where at the end we said what oh, we yeah, were going to do. <laughs> yeah, like, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> And again, there's a title to this episode. Uh, so. No. Change it. Okay, let's just say what we're going to do. Though. Make the title sn- Snorkel Hour. We're going to make buying things everywhere, but oh. in moving things. I, there's a better way to say that. Like how an ice cream truck is a truck that sells ice cream. We'll be taking other vehicles and modes of transport and making them sell other things. Yes. Anyone got a great idea? I know. I want to go second. I haven't picked out my moto transport yet. Still, Dudley, you got a banger. I, I got go some. I, I got. I got some ideas I can pass by you guys. Right. Okay, let's hear them. Let's hear right. you revolutionize the world of mobile goods. Right. So you know how people keep robbing uh, stores that sell precious items, like you know, by banks, jewelers, like. Banks don't sell precious items. No, but oh, they, they, like they, they, they like get robbed. Money, please. <laughs> they, they get robbed, you know? Banks they get robbed. Get robbed. Yeah, because they're stationary. Because they're stationary. Jeweler no, shops wait a minute. get robbed because they're stationary. Are Bethla, are you like, reinventing the Brinks truck here? Because they also get robbed. No. I'm going to use the vehicle that is at the forefront of human stealth technology that can stay out of sight, out of mind, for months at a time, I am going to pitch to you guys the nuclear submarine jeweler shop. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, okay. I'm, I'm into this one. Have any of you ever been on a nuclear submarine? I have seen one go by a number of times. There's one I've, around town here. I've studied plants, schematics, and images extensively, but never seen one in real life. Um, there's one in Connecticut that's like a big deal. It's a museum. I think it's in yeah. Mystic. It's like maybe the one of the earliest nuclear submarines or something. I've been there a number of times. Actually, oh no, it's in. This. I think it's in Groton. Yeah. Now you're tapping into my maritime museum knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been there a million times because it's near Old Lyme. Oh, shit. I doxed myself. I doxed my childhood home. (laughs) They would have been able to triangulate it, I think. Yeah. Such is life. Well, anyway. Nuclear submarine jewelry shop. I like it. What kind of jewelry they got in there? How do you get in? Uh, Well, that's that's, the order only. The thing is... uh, Okay, let's just go over the reasons why this is a good idea for secrecy. You cannot be found underwater. 
the most the signal that goes to fur- like the radio wave that goes to furthest underwater goes sixty meters before getting halted by the salt in the water. Mm-hmm. So you can't be found really under there, down there. So I'm thinking this nuclear submarine will announce tours, kind of where it'll randomly now, be. Hold on, if it's announcing tours, yes. What is the benefit of? Of hiding it. Well, you, you, they, they of course, obviously have security. They have deals with the coastal coast guards of every nation. They go, they go for every, t- every, every like place. I've got, go I've got an idea. Yeah. Okay. It could be that they surface like once, once a, once every ten years, the nuclear submarine <laughs> surfaces. The, the submarine jewelers can step on land at a random destination, and you board to buy the jewelry, right? And then it goes back down, right? So you don't get off until they've made sure that all inventory yeah, is yeah, in right. place. They have they to show surface up in, like again. in New York Harbor, and they like you're just you have to row out in a rowboat. You have to Even row more. out in a rowboat to board the submarine, and then they go this... underground for two days while you make your... Underground? <laughs> oh, it's, underwater. It's one of those ground submarines. A Look, they're submerged in matter. There's still functional difference. Let's go on. <laughs> now, you are just making me pl- want to make real Ocean's Eleven, as in it happens in an ocean. <laughs> yeah, like someone could stage a daring heist, and it would make a really good movie, which I think is really part of the appeal. I mean, it is. It's just a harder bank to rob, you know? It's part of the appeal for me, but it's... I like the idea that you have to live in the jewelry store for two days every time you want to buy something. Right, because you'll be on the watch, they'll vet your identity, they'll have their agents on land trying to figure out if you're really you. I feel like like this would be a security, like a a sweeping security success, but a a business failure. Yeah. (laughs) You they say that like ten dollar <laughs> cubic zirconia. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, it may, or if they steal every single jewel beforehand before going underwater. Oh you're shit! About, you wait, wait, wait. You're talking about high tech uh, military uh, infrastructure being used to create a jewel shortage. You just made the United States again. <laughs> <laughs> wait, now say- are you suggesting? Are you suggesting that the proprietors of the nuclear submarine jewelry shop steal they perform a heist to stock the submarine and then no. it's meant to prevent secondary heists like counter heists I'm saying yeah, every every jewelry. single I'm saying every single nuclear submarine in the world is uh, and their crews go rogue steal most of the world's jewelry and then live underwater in their secret network of jewelry shops this Man, is that Mission Impossible film really went off the rails after like the 15th iteration. I can't even tell they, what's going on now. And they surface in the harbor of each city they go to in the wasteland that is post-submarine heist world. And then they play their jewel jingle while they sail in the harbor. I I'm see. In, you know what? Yeah, I'm into this. This sounds great. Make a new, a new sort of culture of nomadic seafaring jewelry salesmen. When did we go from like uh, a podcast where we like fix things to a podcast where we come up with sick D and D ideas? <laughs> um, okay, this is very in, cool. This is a, really good. You're familiar with the book, the novel, 
World War Z by Max Brooks. Famed I am not. World War II. I, am, I, am, I am intimately familiar with this book. And this oh, book. No. Max Brooks, the author of World War Z. First off, his dad is Mel Brooks, the famous director. Second off, yeah. Damn. Second off, wow. he's a noted World War II historian, and also I think he teaches at West Point. Isn't that hmm. weird? Anyway, that, that is weird. That's not my point. My point is, in the book, it's told like narratives from people talking about how they went through the whole zombie crisis after the fact. It's various interviews, nothing like the movie. And one of the characters who's interviewed was the, I think, first mate of a nuclear submarine owned by the Chinese military that defected after mainland China was largely falling and just spent the entire the entirety of the crisis as China devolved into civil war underwater, just vibing. Just yeah, vibing that, down there. Just vibing. Nuclear submarine nomads for like five years. That's, see, that's what I'm talking about. Except every single nuclear submarine, which means... They can kind of just go into hiding because no one can find them. I like you cannot real. There's no real technology out there that people have made ex- 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 except like close range sonar and radar. I think I could do it. <laughs> I mean, you could do it, but you haven't made the effort yet. No, and I wouldn't. I respect. I respect them and their lifestyle. Their way. You, you respect the, the submariners' lifestyle choices. <laughs> yes, the Seattle submariners. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I respect cool. the jewelry nomads. Yeah, well, it sounds I mean, like we like that's the solution to uh, highly targeted goods. Just put them in could, a they, nuclear submarine and put them. Underwater. And they could also do like courier services, like as banking. Maybe who knows? Probably not too sporadic. But um, I also have a second su- suggestion. Just introduce a vehicle Ooh, to you people. A double. Yeah, and that's a watchmaker Aerosan. The fuck is an Aerosan? I, want I know, you do you not know what Watchmaker is? I've never heard of a watch, nor anyone who makes things. Alright, everyone who's listening to the podcast, Google A-E-R-O-S-A-N. I got Aerosan toilets. Nope. I think you Google want to Soviet Aerosans, maybe. Wait, this fucking thing? Oh, wait a minute. What the fuck is this? <laughs> These are propeller-driven motorized <laughs> sleds to traverse the uh, icy plains of uh, Siberia. This is so fucked up. This is great. I love this. This is, again, I'm like putting this in a D&D file. <laughs> <laughs> the vibes are real powerful. This looks like it's from like a diesel punk story. I think it kind of is. I think it, Ooh, they, they I found one those. that has a big old swastika on it. Uh-oh. Well, the Nazis oh, no. and the Soviets used them because they were vehicles in World War II. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I found the same one that you're talking about, Vetla. Not Vetla, that's your Jacob. Why do you do this so often? No <laughs> they don't even have any of the same letters. So wait, why? <laughs> you're right, they don't. Why? Um, why? Vetla, <laughs> should this be watchmakers? I mean, here's the thing. If you're living in a remote sort of snow and covered oh, I found a second one with the big swastika on it. In Wait, sort of, in sort of the... instead of watchmakers, why not just sunglasses? I feel like there's a market there. I mean, I think they'd sell those kinds snow of things. Blinds. Anything that's hard to get to. Fiddle bits, it's hard to like airdrop that into like a remote village in the far north or far south. So I think... 
your local nomadic uh, watch salesman slash maker camera camera fixer upper and what and like sunglasses salesman come comes by in their Aerosound caravan every two months to sell their watches. Now, um, Metla, I just have one issue, which is that the far south is not very snowy, excepting Antarctica, where no one lives. I am talking about Antarctica. Well, even then, Antarctica is not very snowy. It's mostly ice. Yeah, but these work, these work on ice. I guess. Take them down to Antarctica. There's just not a very big market. I don't know how many people living at Antarctic research stations need watches. But they probably that, came with them. But if you... If, sort of the if, niche if, market angle here. If, if, the market if, on people in Antarctica who really need watches and also uh, like black market uh, moguls who need jewelry to be completely secure. Also, also, if... Tell me, Jacob, if you were working on research, like, whatever linguistics you do in Antarctica, in the Antarctic Research Station... You don't do any up. linguistics wait, in Antarctica. Wait. No, there has been a published... Oh, Hang I on. have seen this, actually. Yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah, you're doing that, but number two, and a guy shows up in one of these fucking things, one of these aerosounds, and he go- comes out, and he goes, hey, and he opens his trench coat, and it's just watches on the inside. You want to buy a watch, kid? Tell me you wouldn't be at least piqued and interested by this proposition. I would be interested, I will not lie. I cannot yeah. tell a lie. That's not true, I lied. <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, uh, you liar. Wait, wait, now we're stuck in the Knights and Knaves part. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now one of us can only tell the truth, one of us can only lie, and one of us is Jacob. Jacob can only lie. I figured it out. <laughs> well, then okay, how so could I have said that one of us is Jacob, unless, in fact, I'm not Jacob, or one of you is also Jacob? Hmm. Wow, really thinks you think. Yeah, ma- so makes I you think. I must be the truth teller, or one of you is the liar, and you're actually also Jacob. Or I'm My lying pants about being Jacob. are, in fact, on fire. Um, yeah, so those are my suggestions. What do you think? Uh, I, I like, like them. Yeah. I like the first one more. I think that, frankly, this vehicle in Antarctica just wouldn't make very many sales. I don't think it would be cost-effective, unlike the jewelry nuclear submarines. <laughs> <laughs> Which, whose entire efficiency is based on every single nuclear submarine crew defecting to this rogue jewelry state at what, like... like universally at the same time i think this is a model for post-state societies yeah uh especially the uh aerosounds i also like instead of an armored train just an armor train that sells armor but that seems seems silly honestly like all right time to move on to the second suggestion to the third suggestion actually because you had two of them which is jacob's idea jacob's cool idea i finally thought of a vehicle and let me Hit tell me, you, Jakey. it's going to rock your world. My suggestion? A gaming ATV. <laughs> oh my god. Now, are you oh, familiar okay. with ATVs? Like, yeah. do you know what that means? All-terrain vehicle, for all the listeners out there. It's I've these heard of weird them. fucking, like, military vehicles with weird wheels, and sometimes there's a bunch of them, and they can drive everywhere, basically. That's what they do. That's their thing. They can go everywhere. And also, like, the little smaller quad bike things. I don't know. I'm not really a 
a kind of guy who drives an ATV, but <laughs> I am a kind of guy who games. And I am also a kind of guy who goes to remote places like reefs under the ocean, I guess. And I, th well, I guess an ATV couldn't make it there. So it might also have to be like a duck car. You know, those ones that can drive on the water. Yeah, amphibious. But we can, yeah. yeah, we can sort that out. What I think needs to happen is how many times have you been out hiking in the wilderness or the desert or the DMV? No. I meant to say the DMZ, DMZ, the one, the demilitarized zone between North and South Korea, not the DMV. And how often have you been in one of those places and you've said to yourself, I wish I could game? Uh, so often, you know, every other weekend. Anyway, my proposal is that we just get a bunch of, like, ex-military uh, ATVs, or maybe, like, sportsman ATVs, I don't really care which. We load them up with game consoles, um, the PS4? 5? Which one is PS5 it on now? now. Uh, five. PS5. The Xbox 10? Series, Series X. What? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Series S and Series X are new ones. They basically already sound like, like ATVs or dirt bikes. <laughs> That's really stupid. Yeah. We load these motherfuckers up on the back of some ATVs and we send them out into the wilderness to find people who are out hiking or whatever and they need a gaming break. They need to play a few hours of Skyrim up on top of Mount Kilimanjaro. And who Seems else like can get to them kind of but the ATVs? Holiday. A, a what? A you know that term, a busman's holiday? No. It's where uh, someone who drives a bus goes on holiday but they go on a bus so it's not a holiday. What? I'm, I'm like, lost. It's like a holiday, but you actually do the same stuff that you don't you do already do when you're not on holiday. So oh. like, wait, hang on. Is this a real idiom, or have I been lied to? Um, it's not something I've ever heard, but you say weird shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. but I think it's something my mother said. My mother doesn't know the phrase "stick the landing," so <laughs> a holiday oh spent doing the same kind of thing that you do at work. Yep. Yeah. The huh. fire crew's annual outing turned into a busman's holiday when their bus caught fire. Wah, wah. Classic. This is apparently a 19th century phrase. Huh. Oh my god, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a British TV game show produced in from 1985 to 1993, so I guess it has survived. Well, anyway... That's my idea. It would be a busman's holiday for me because I'm a pro gamer, so I game at all times. But I just think that if we got someone, if we loaded an ATV up with some like League of Legends or whatever and drove it around to remote places, the Darien Gap, um, Death Valley, uh, Mount Royal, <laughs> just had to drive up there and offer to people play some games, game some games. I think you could make a killing. You could take, you could take uh, quarters like it's an arcade. You could put arcade games in the back. Oh my god. New proposal? Arcade tank. Yep. Arcade tank. That sounds, seems so. You could put like two in a convoy, right? Yeah. Right. You get Land party. You get one arcade yeah. You get one arcade tank. Flanked by various gaming ATVs. Oh, hell yeah. A whole fleet of vehicles. Mm-hmm. 
Then you and can bring em- the games for- to anyone. And for emergency land parties, you could airdrop in with like helicopters, like Apache attack helicopters could airdrop in uh, Mountain Dew. Mm, and Doritos. Of course, Doritos. Well, Some gaming that's, juice. That's my whole suggestion. A little simpler than the nuclear submarine nomads, but I think it's a needed service that would make the world a better place. I just I... realized that I've... This is just... I just regurgitated the ideas I had for my, like, submarine uh, Power by the Apocalypse game from, like, two years ago. Oh, yeah. Which featured both aerosons and submarines. <laughs> uh, my ideas are wholly original. Well, so are mine, which is kind of old mine. Well, I don't recycle. That's Reuse, not true. I recycle. Propuse. Recycle. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? I would also like to know this, but it may be in a more polite way. <laughs> reuse, propuse, recycle. I mean, what is propuse? Prepuce. We, we, we talked about like this a, like morning. the holy prepuce. We can't talk about this again. <laughs> was that a real episode that we made, or was that no, that was lost? It was lost. It was the last oh. first episode. In one of our lost episodes, we spent a long time discussing the foreskin of Jesus, the holy prepuce. <laughs> oh, I've got a new idea. I think we could do a dirt bike and it carries around the holy prepuce and sells that to people. That's it dope. sells that to people? <laughs> no, no, yeah. people can just rent. People can, like, touch it, lick it or whatever they do and just look at well, it. Can't pray. do that. You, you, know, do that. you know, like, those street vendors in medieval times who would put their shit up at a pilgrimage site like the tomb of yeah i do that saint in um galatia Wait, in spain name a saint i don't know there isn't there like a like santiago guy in northwestern spain and galatia are you, wait are you talking about the incredibly famous pilgrimage yeah i am oh no yeah <laughs> do you not know it either the incredibly famous pilgrimage no i do know it uh santiago de compostela Is oh compostela? nerd you know the biggest uh, Catholic pilgrimage destination in North America is in Montreal? That oh, kind of makes sense in some ways. It's the um, oratory, St. Joseph's Oratory. Whoa. They walk up the stairs on their knees. Wait, is that the one I th- where I think it is? Maybe. It's up on Montreal. It's like on the west side, I think. Oh, okay. Maybe a little yeah. northwest. Yeah, that makes sense. I've been there That's... one time. It's kind of fun. they got a cool I... sculpture garden. I feel like maybe my... A uh, medieval history professor last year uh, said that they bless backpacks there. That's fun. Um, I, I went and there were a bunch of people walking up the stairs on their knees, and I was like, Jesus. Guys know yeah, well, yeah, to... Jesus. Yeah, well, yeah, Jesus. That's what it's about. Jesus. God, remember when Taz's fire alarm went off? That was fun. <laughs> uh, now we're at the point where we're reminiscing about things that happened like, oh, 20 minutes ago. So, anyway, the same way medieval, like, medieval. Saint bone hawkers would put their stand up in Rome or whatever and sell you the or let you touch the knee bone of Saint James, whoever that is. Uh, Looking it up, Saint Jacob, uh, my namesake. Ah, <laughs> uh, there were several Saint James. It seems unsurprising. I James. think they could do that nowadays, but they should just have a dirt bike that drives around and there's a guy on it and there's a little box on the front. In the box is the holy prepuce. 
and they yeah, let there you is touch a it. race car driver named Lynn St. James. No, that's obviously not what I was talking about, Talis. Well, it could be. Okay. Anyways, Talis, what's your suggestion? That's my ideas. Just, they were good ideas. Sorry, I'm losing my mind over this. That there's multiple people who are known as James the Less. <laughs> <laughs> Get fucked. You should Say join them, Jacob. The I what? What should I do? Join the lessers. No. Become a saint. Oh, wait a minute. I would become a saint. Saint Jacob is Saint James the Great. Yo! <laughs> if a James is good enough, they get promoted to Jacob. Oh my god! Wait! Is this the one in Santiago de Compostela? Wait, is it? Oh yeah! Uh, Santiago is, I think, ultimately considered related to... Just like Diego is the Spanish equivalent of Jacob. Yeah, Santiago, oh. Santiago, Sanctus Jacobus. Yeah. Saint this James, is, okay, this is full this is like This is like Yonsok and Sankt Hans again. Yeah, which is a <laughs> thing that... It's the it's yeah. uh, the Swedes celebrate Midsummer. We celebrate the uh, Saint Hans uh, thing, the Wake of Saint Hans. Nerd holiday for nerds, nerd legions. Like a... We just light very big fires and then drink and grill. Okay, Sounds never like mind. This is a cool party. Like they like they build like a they build like giant structures in the fjords and then set them on fire. It's dope. Oh my god! I told you about Charshambe Sori, right? I was about to make a mean joke about Olesen, but uh, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Uh, I see Olesen, Brian. Sorry, that was in Norwegian. Not since Olesen burnt down. Uh, anyways. I think like half of our listenership is Norwegian, so we probably don't need to gloss it either. Well, we should stay loyal to our signature language in this podcast. Oh no. The other day when I told you that Charshanbe means Tuesday, and actually means Wednesday... God, the, how can we trust anything you've said now? <laughs> My dudes, you didn't tell me it was Wednesday. I'm sorry. Oh, For all the podcast <laughs> listeners, Charshan Besuri is a Persian holiday where you jump over a fire, among yeah. other things. Uh, PSA, it was Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> ah. Uh, what's, what's your suggestion, tell us? Okay, so everyone's super into farm-to-table food these days, right? But what's I the am. problem with that? The table's like, really far away from the farm. <laughs> okay. my, my thinking is, we got to bring the farm to the table. <laughs> Get a turnip right out of the ground and put it on your plate. I like this idea, Dallas. Here's, here's where I'm stuck. Here's where I need your help. Not like just anyone. Although, yeah, feel free to jump in. How do we get the farm there? We need a, a system of transportation that has enough arable farmland to be viable. But zeppelin. it's small enough. Now a zeppelin I'm really into. <laughs> now how do we Just, get all the lift? Because loam loam will sink you. Let's do like you can do like a triple zeppelin, like three of those giant tubes just hoisting a farm around. Okay, okay. Now we're no doing, buildings, um, just a tent. Al- alternative in the sky. Alternative idea. Have you seen the film Up? Okay. This is just a bunch of little zeppelins. No, 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 no. You take it. You find a farm. You cut open the ground so that you you dig a big hole around, like a moat around the part of the farm that you like. Okay. You slide something under it, like a big old piece of wood, and you attach a bunch of balloons to it, and then it goes up. I'm into this. Yeah, that could work. Is that a no? No, that is basically oh, just I'm, I... 
length. For coasts, again, we can use an aircraft carrier. Oh, Make okay. Aircraft wait. carrier is good. Hold How on. Just barge. I was wondering, is the house from up a vehicle? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. No, I think just a big boat. Big boat could do it. Big a boat big would boat do, it, do it. But that's I, not very funny. I yeah, think just you should put have... it on a big boat. Yo, are you familiar with it's the just floating a farms? Doing farms no. on boats is like a bleak vision into like water world of our future. Yeah. Wait, have you never seen so in like like Kitty for sure, and I think also it, before it stopped being so large, like Texcoco, the lake in the Valley of Mexico where Mexico City is. I'm pretty sure that's like Texcoco. Oh, yeah, they practiced um, aquaculture where you have these floating farms established on top of the water. Definitely That's like Titicaca. Great start oh. for, what, for what we need to talk about. But the problem with that is that it's meant to be stationary. But that doesn't help us get the farm, the farm originating food onto people's tables. We need like a door-to-door or maybe sky-based door-to-door system. Uh... This is about accessibility, not necessarily just like... Drone in a place that's not usually. The Uros drone. Islands of Lake Titicaca. Drone is interesting. Yeah, you could just sort of like, uh, sort of like drone strike you, but with food. What? Okay, less good. I like that. Let alone. A, like Amazon. A jet drone will drop a canister, it'll hit the ground at Mach 10, but it'll, inside will be like packaged food, like, uh, don't Blue apron. No, 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 no. This is farm to table, Vetla. The drone table. The drone has a layer. Else. The drone has a layer of dirt on top of it, and it just drops the food. The drops the dirt. It opens the container and drops the, all the dirt on you with the like vegetables in it. <laughs> no, yeah. So drone strikes have to be sustainable. <laughs> yes. Oh, I like that. Actually, you grow it on drones, right? You get a fleet of drones. Okay. You uh, put little, like, fenced-in farms on top of the drones, and you grow stuff in there, and then you set them out to fly, and they'll be watered by the rain. If they are not getting enough water, the drone can just fly through a cloud. I really like that. Like the condensation, they get plenty of sunlight (laughs) up there. Uh, It's not going to be too hot. They're going to be cool because you're up in the upper, you're in the stratosphere or whatever. I love the idea of high-atmosphere farming. Right. Once the once the plants on an individual drone, maybe you plant like a few of every staple vegetable. Once it's got everything, maybe a chicken. Once it's got everything up there, and you plant a chicken. <laughs> well, you just leave it on top. It'll fly real low over your house, over your backyard, over right on top of you, maybe, and just open the compartment. And all of the dirt will come falling out and land on you, and you get our, your vegetables. Our satellite targeted. Uh, vegetable distribution system will uh, guarantee you have your farm table food in uh, at terminal velocity, and it's all Maybe grown it up in the atmosphere, so you don't even need any like ground based farm. No, yeah, Maybe we can no, go higher. No need for square, for uh, let's go footage. into high orbit hydroponic oh, farms okay. that drop like capsules that'll parachute in from the heavens. <laughs> Oh my god, like, Star Wars shit? Like fucking Ronald Reagan Star Wars? <laughs> Kinetic uh, weapons where they question. just... What? No, no, I do, I like where you're going with this. That there's, yeah. Can, like, uh, drop pot in some food for you. Yeah, orbital bombardment, <laughs> but it's your, your... Hi, it's Blue Apron, except orbital bombardment. It's raining meatballs from space! That's, that's oh, why that they do the so much of... test... 
Now, hold on. That is the plot of Claudio and the Meatballs. I didn't make the connection. I didn't make the connection until you said the word meatball, but now it's there. You're right. Um, it's that's why they do all those experiments on the International Space Station where they see how shit grows up there. Because one day they're just going to start dropping it. Yeah, they're growing things up there so that they can start fleeing. You know what? With the right air pressure, the right volume of, I'm going to go with a turnip again. They could be cooked by the time it gets to your house. Ooh, Ooh. Talus. Just <laughs> fine-tune the heat plating so when you yep. go through the atmosphere, it gets cooked. I love this. This is a huge idea. To, you build a space farm and just start dropping shit on people's houses when you pass overhead. Yeah, I'd like the uh, pressure-baked ziti, please. And it'll just <laughs> like the, the air in front of it from re-entry will cook it to a perfect medium rare. I don't think that's how you classify a Z. <laughs> al dente. <laughs> this is my atmospheric al dente. <laughs> Medium rare. Uh, yeah. This is you know, a good idea. I think we could also do this with chickens, because if I've learned anything from Minecraft, they will fall at a, the same rate very slowly. <laughs> yeah. I, also, chickens can take her under wounds and live, so they can manage space fine. Oh, good! I think. Oh, good! I'm glad that that. I'm glad we brought that up for this. I'm glad we found out that chickens can can suffer like uh, uh, just horrific maladies and be can like, be decapitated. Yeah, I good, mean, good, not, good. Not this that. is all great. No, but chickens was... are like fine after most things. There's this notably... is our animal cruelty segment of the show. Well done, everyone. To in my experience, it's mostly somehow. it's it's mostly. I was thinking like if accidents happens in space. Okay, I wasn't like thinking about <laughs> piecemeal like, taking Houston, chunks. Houston, we have a six piece. Uh, <laughs> <kind> of... <laughs> That's very funny, Dallas. <laughs> uh, you hear about that chicken who got decapitated and it just kept going? Yep. Yeah. It was just I imagine that though. happened to you. Not it has like his, it had like its, its lower jaw left, so that was like yeah, not really. This kept is our... famously where the brain is located in chickens, the lower jaw. Yeah, no, but it kept like the lower part of the brain, you know, right, like, like the, the shoulders. Yeah. All right. Wow. We just got a. We just like poisoned this fun sort of How? sustainable movement with like. No, I guess you're right. I, I just introduced right. the concept of their survivability. Nothing else. Um, yeah, I wouldn't I, put chickens up there unless you're growing them. I don't think they should. we should put the chickens in space unless they're running the show up on those stations. Okay, now there's an idea. We, we should make robot chickens. Wait, no, that's the you thing. Could no, do, you could on. do like... You could do like... Um, you clone chickens without the brain. No head on this chicken. Free, but you make a... Chickens. But instead of a head with a brain, they have a AI computer that and runs one of the show. Learns to love. Yes. Well, no, and that's not. We... <laughs> and then we regret everything. One of them writes poetry. And then they drop the moon on our heads. Yep. One of them drops poetry down from the station. <laughs> we're, we're expecting our crispy chicken uh, dish. I didn't have a follow up to that. And it turns out to be a single flower. And, and just we look at ourselves. And we think, how did poignant I get here? Yeah, it was poignant, wasn't it? Letting the days go by. There is water underground. Letting the days go by. Oh, that's nah. where the submarine is. That's how the submarines are in the 
Is it poignant or poignant? Wait, poignant. wait, I thought you were doing a bit. I was. I, I wasn't. Were... Okay. Really? Wait, really? <laughs> I was saying, that was a joke. That was a dictionary right now. Check. That was a poignant silence right there. That was a. That was a. Blowing my mind. You have hold on. This is not to mock you for like not knowing how it's pronounced because fair enough. But I thought question it. I thought you were like it's very poignant. I thought about just letting that seem like I was making a bit because I realized after I said it, oh no, it's poignant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, God, I looked at myself shame. again. <laughs> no, Stop no, this it. is excellent. Oh, here's yeah. another one we could do from the space station. Uh, mirrors. Uh-oh. Mm. Okay. Uh, yep. Wait, are you saying to sell mirrors, or are you saying we're doing uh, Goldeneye? Not gold. Yeah, Goldeneye. What it, What happens in Goldeneye? I've never seen Goldeneye. Wait, is it Goldeneye? Laser mirror. Yeah. Big mirror. Is laser. laser mirror? In sp- no, I meant... I meant you could drop mirrors on people. Yeah, that seems kind of maybe worse even. Somehow. Getting like, I can't imagine a more lame way to go than getting short in half from a space mirror shard. But wouldn't it be kind of cool to be looking up and see the mirror falling at you and you can see yourself? Oh, that me is getting kind of close. <laughs> <laughs> why, is there, why is there a me up there on a <laughs> piece of green? What is that? Or brown. Because that's the depending. grass underneath you. Well, yeah, it could be all sorts of colors that the earth comes in. Blue. Yep. That's Somebody. most of it, you know. Okay. Yeah. We cool. live on a we live on a blue planet. Not if these space chickens have their say. Oh. Oh. Yeah. They've had enough. Okay. Uh, uh, anyway, that's my idea. Yep. Anyways, that's just us, a good life rule. Tell us these vengeful space chickens. Do you have yes. um does a chi- contingency plan? I do not. No, that's not what I'm going to... I'm going to ask, does Chick-fil-A exist in Canada? No, right? I don't think so. It's I definitely no not in Quebec. I've never seen one. Okay, well, they're in the no, South. Oh, God. In Quebec? Saint-Hubert. <laughs> yes. I've never been. Um, really? Yeah. Anyway. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. I Restaurants I know of, of course. In the South, there's a lot of Chick-fil-A. You know... What's that? <laughs> From all Hot the take. Fuck Chick-fil-A, am I right? Anyway, I've never been to one. Uh, Chick-fil-A is a chicken restaurant, and also they're famously homophobic. Um, oh, those guys, yeah. And they're closed on Sundays because it's the Lord's Day. Anyway, all of their ads, their whole big ad campaign is a bunch of like cows who paint poorly painted billboards and signs. There's like a drawing of a cow painting shit, and it's in bad handwriting, and it says like, eat more chicken. And they spell Stupid. it bad. The cow is encouraging you to eat chicken. I know this is slander. Anyway, it just makes me it's think that this is trying to break up the... solidarity between farm animals. This or is the yeah. right. Just no, as the robot. cows are yeah, attempting or... to save themselves by deflecting it onto the chickens, the chickens have finally struck back with orbital bombardment. Yep, that is what <laughs> I think will happen. Yes, I can't wait to get destroyed in the chicken cow wars. I mean, this is just propaganda to sow uh, distrust between the various classes of farm animal, which means that Animal Farm was right in a super weird way. Yeah, they need to build some more solidarity. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's my idea. Uh, what are we doing next? <laughs> well, we had all three of all five yeah, no, of I our mean, ideas, all like seven of the ideas we came yeah. up with this episode. <laughs> next, next, wait, how, can we, how can we top this next time? What? Oh, wait, Jacob, you had a good idea. 
Oh, I did have a good idea, yeah, but also I think, don't we, every third episode we have to do a past idea, right? Is that a thing? Uh, I think that's us. Yeah, that's this one. We actually do have to do a past idea this time. Okay. Do you want me to share my really good idea just so I don't forget it? Yeah, So everyone listening knows. I think we should um, fix monastic orders. Okay. Yes. That might be a workshop almost. I was. Mm, that's a good one. I was thinking about how I want to be in a secular monastic order. And oh, I was oh like, wait. Ooh. Are you suggesting we fix monastic orders generally, or are you saying we come up with some hot new monastic orders? Well, that was my original suggestion, but either of those would work. I've got I've, some ideas for monastic orders. I've, I've got, got some ideas journal. also. So that's episode eight, but like, what's episode seven? <laughs> well, right. someone pull up the list and let's look at our past ideas. Or is it eight? Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, it doesn't numbers, really matter. Who cares? Look, numbers were made up to sell more numbers, so... Hmm. Yeah. That's why they came up with zero. They had to come up with a new one. Yeah. They ran out. They ran yeah, out exactly. of numbers. They created iterative numbers, so they didn't have to keep coming up with new words, but that meant there was nothing new to sell. Uh, okay. We could do... Wait, where are ones that we have not used? Oh, wait. This is the best part of the podcast. Everyone listening loves this section. No, I, this one just I has dream staples. Down. I don't know what a dream... Oh, like a staple. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I, dream hold staples. on. I remember that one. What is a staple in this context? I was hoping it would be the little metal hook. Like, classic dreams? Is that what it means? Yes. I think it's classic yeah. dreams. Classic I dream. see. Like teeth falling out, or like, like you have out. no pants at the test. Yep. Pants falling out, you have no teeth at the test. I like new sandwich holders. New sandwich holders mm. actually, I think, has legs. We should put How legs on we... sandwich holders. Where is the list? How do I get to it? I'm just I'll send drop you the link. It's in our shared Google Drive. I actually, I'm actually really excited about new sandwich okay, holders. Okay, each of us should. There's a lot there. Each of us should pick one that we want to champion. Uh, dibs on sandwich holders. All right, uh, then I'll go new vegetables, I think. Okay, send the link. Oh, did you send it in the messenger? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you both sent it. Give me a second. I need to consult. <laughs> hmm. Ooh, I like new types of birds. I also like new types of birds. I didn't realize that was on there. <laughs> oh, ideas that haven't come up on the cast. Can we do that one? Does it matter? Oh, yeah, no, it, yeah. yeah. Okay, it doesn't matter. We're, fuck the police. I propose new species of birds. And now I guess we pick one of those three. I'm actually all about sandwich holders. I was already yeah. going hard for that one. Okay, we can I, do sandwich holders. Let's do yep. uh, birds another time, though, because I'm very excited about yeah, that. I'm into birds. Birds must be uh, moved I'm to really mention on the cast now. Generally. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Good thanks, podcast. Everyone. Glad we Welcome. fixed all those problems uh, with the yeah. world. Look out for my Kickstarter to fire vegetables at people at random. Hell yeah. Moment. Look out and for a mysterious submarine that sells pricey items. Don't forget to game. Oh, also, that's a fun, uh, actually, that's a fun uh, tagline. We should start ending every episode with that. Yeah, that's that's our new tagline. But anyways, if you want to send us suggestions for uh, new things to fix uh, in the workshop or do more of in the main podcast part bit, you can email us at eighthdaypod at gmail.com or reach us at eighthpodcast at twitter.com. Now, in, in both of those cases, is it the number or the word? 
First time it's number, the second time, eighth <laughs> podcast is the word, okay? No, okay, so on Twitter it's the word and our email is the number? Yeah, with the TH. I feel like maybe we should change the email. Can you put numbers in your email? Yeah, right? Yeah, the number is in the email. Uh, I feel like we should just get some brand consistency. Like if I absolutely refuse. The brand consistency Wait, okay. is eight. 10, we fix our own brand. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's our workshop for episode 10. Um, do you guys think uh, they should make a Fast and Furious with Aerosounds? With what? Aerosounds, the sled, the sled plane. Oh, right, I forgot already. <laughs> yes. Like Tokyo Drift with them. Hell yeah. All right. That's the last idea we're ending this podcast on to ruminate on that. Yeah. A new Fast and the Furious movie, but they're on Aerosounds. Keep on gaming on epi- Every episode, we should end it by saying what new Fast and the Furious movie they should make. That's also pretty good. All right, gamers. Don't forget to game. Don't forget to game. Love you. Bye.